I'm Lizanne Flynn. I'm a master healer who works with all earthlings to reunite them within themselves and with each other, regardless of the dimension they're currently in. Meaning, I'm a medium as well as an animal communicator, medical intuitive, and channel for all beings. I use the tools of shamanic journeying and soul retrieval to support animals and humans as they heal from past trauma. I'm certified as a Reiki master teacher and as a canine massage therapist. This is the Animal's Eye View Podcast. I've always been drawn to indigenous people's wisdoms and their life paths. And I guess I appreciate how connected they seem to be with the planet. I may have been in that same experience at some point along my soul path. There's probably a little bit of a resonance there for me as well. And I know that I perhaps have quoted from them in this podcast before. The one that is one of my most favorites is from Chief Joseph of the Nez Pierce, which is, every animal knows more than you do. And we've talked before in the podcast about the hubris of humans, that we live within a very human-centric world and awareness. And it's amusing to me, and I think amusing to the animals, to be perfectly honest with you, when humans go, oh my gosh, we've discovered this fabulous new thing, a new species, a new way of being for said species, kind of any number of things. It also could be about the elements. I read something about the element of water. And for the first time, science has discovered that the element of water encapsulates, for lack of a better word, surrounds is a much better word, the DNA helix. It's kind of like, well, yeah, since the human body is at least 60% plus water, it kind of makes sense that water would facilitate, you know, our DNA and kind of who we are and who we were and who we're going to be. Again, the hubris of humans gets to the place of it doesn't exist until we say it exists, which of course animals find amusing because for them, as we've talked before, there is no such thing as time. Everything kind of exists all at once, past, present, and future. And so I think sometimes stepping into Probably, I would say, other earthling-centered consciousness, which would kind of incorporate all the other species except human, I think perhaps it would smash to smithereens all of the structures that humans have kind of built up around ourselves that we say, well, no, that's not true, until we can verify that it's true and until we as humans basically say, oh, yes, that happens to be true, which, again... I think for the most part, the animals find amusing on a good day, on a not so good day where, you know, we have a lot of wildfires, their habitats are being destroyed as much as our homes are being destroyed. I think they would um, feel great sadness that we don't operate from the same place that they do.
be that as it may. We're coming into the time of year, at least to the Northern Hemisphere, where winter is approaching. And here in Colorado, it kind of slammed in, (laughs) winter that is, with a, so, have you missed me? The day before yesterday, we were, I think, in the upper 90s, at least very the low 90s. And then yesterday, Tuesday came, and I think the low the night before was 33. So I'm waiting to see whether that's been, again, verified as the most significant temperature drop here in Colorado, but it was significant. By the weekend, we're going to be back up into the 90s again. But as we hopefully maybe enjoy a little bit of fall here again in the Northern Hemisphere, There might be a point in time where those of you who have animal companions and certainly taking them out for walks, and I think probably for the snow and the ice, as much as it might be as well for some of the chemicals that we put on our sidewalks and, you know, portions of land in order to get rid of the snow and ice, again, for us, that we put boots on their feet. And while I think that's certainly a guardian's prerogative to make those choices for their companion animals, I'm fairly certain we've talked before, and if not, I'll mention it here. You also can, if you look it up, just Google it. Um, You can make a beeswax with coconut oil that you can kind of put into, I don't know, like any tin that like lozenges might have come in, or you can buy tins at like your local vitamin store that you can melt the beeswax with coconut oil, a couple of other herbs in there, a couple of other essential oils, and then it solidifies, and then you basically put that, rub that on their paws. And it's a really nice way. It discourages, of course, water and clumps of snow that can get in between their little toes, their pads, as well as protect against salt and de-icers. And certainly, again, if you want to put the boots on, I think that's fine. If they're okay with the boots, I think that's fine. Again, you all are empowered to make those choices. The interesting thing, though, about wearing boots, because typically those are made of rubber or some other protective fabric that, of course, from their perspective, also interrupts the DC direct current that kind of flows from the planet at all times. And yes, we know that we have magnetic north and we also have magnetic south, but there's kind of a naturally occurring grounding current that flows from the planet at any point in time. And humans, we experience this a little bit when we, you know, we might have a chance to swim in the ocean, walk in the beach. Sometimes if you happen to remember summers at maybe your grandparents' house, you roamed around outside barefoot in the grass. This might have been on a dirt trail or a dirt road. There's been lots of times where humans have also had the opportunity to have what I would refer to as paw-to-skin or skin-to-skin contact with the planet. And I would invite you the next time you have opportunity to do this is to really notice how your physical body responds to the DC, the direct current, the neutralizing grounding current that flows from the planet all the time. 
I know we've talked before that if, again, if winter is approaching and your feet are going to get cold by standing outside on, you know, the bare earth, find a tree. The tree's roots sink deeply into the planet. Just by putting your hands and your palms around the tree, you are going to feel, I would hope, and I would invite you to become aware of a very significant tingling sensation that kind of may very well originate in your hands, but you might also find the bottom of your feet inside your shoes, which yes, are meant for protection, but they also, because they're not made of animal skins, generally speaking, most of the shoes that we wear these days have rubber soles that, again, interrupt the current, you're going to feel this kind of circular motion kind of start up through your body. I would invite you to kind of tune in a a little bit deeper and to just kind of be aware of how your body kind of setting you, the human experience you aside for just a second, to just kind of feel how revitalizing that is. Because that's what your animal companion in warmer months feels all of the time when you happen to take them for a walk. The animals in the wild feel this. All the other animals on the planet, even the ones who happen to be water-dwelling beings, because they're in the water, because the water is connected to the planet and held in place by gravity and by other magnetic forces, they feel this all of the time as well. And it's really remarkable and it's quite addictive actually. And yes, there are, as a matter of fact, things that humans have created that would mimic and or connect you via a grounded outlet in your home to pieces of equipment that, again, will mimic this kind of grounding DC current and allows your body to kind of connect with that. I've experienced it myself and it's absolutely remarkable. I'll put a website link into the podcast notes, but this is directly from earthing.com, quote, Grounding research indicates the surface of the planet Earth has natural, potent, pain-killing, anti-inflammatory, antioxidant, and stress-reducing properties. It's nature's design, a remarkable healing asset, but most humans are missing out on it. Again, we live in structures above the ground, we wear shoes, etc. The Earth is endowed with electric nutrition, a virtually limitless supply of mobile electrons that gives the ground we walk on, as well as our lakes and ocean, a natural negative electric charge. This phenomenon nourishes planetary life, both animals and plants. The research demonstrates that direct contact with the Earth restores and stabilizes the bioelectrical circuitry that governs our physiology and organs, recharges and thins our blood, enhances immune function, and powerfully and quickly knocks down inflammation and pain. The degree to which this resource nourishes, protects, and heals is substantial and of great medical significance. I will include a link in the podcast notes from the National Institutes of Health that, yes, there has been research into attempting to verify something that animals have known for a very long time, that yes, in fact, earthing is very good for your body. And if we had different kind of shoes, if we had perhaps 
during the warm months when you can do it. Animals would say, get yourself out in nature, walk a little bit barefoot, let the soles of your feet kind of toughen up a little bit and see what that feels like. See what that feels like to have that naturally occurring regenerative part of the planet, this miraculous design, quite frankly, kind of help you out and make the body in which you live a little bit better. We also have as an awareness from particularly dogs, why they defecate in a direction that seems to point north. And I'll include another link in the podcast notes, and I'll quote from that, and saying, yep, it's absolutely true. Quote, the presence of the magnetic field plays a major role in ensuring the survival of life on Earth. The strong field around our planet interacts with the solar winds and prevents them from reaching the level of the planet. These solar winds would otherwise completely erode the atmosphere and water, consequently making conditions inhospitable for any type of life. So when dogs poop north and when you might see them kind of turning around in a circle, and if you have a compass with you, I would invite you as this link And this article would also tell you as well to take the compass with you and see how often this happens to be true. Quoting again, quote, recalibrating their internal GPS with the Earth's magnetic axis. They are more likely to point due north during the 20% of daylight when the magnetic field of the Earth is most calm. Moreover, even when the field fluctuates, they seem to actively avoid the east-west axis. And I think the bottom line is with animals that they interact with the earth in natural ways. They love interacting with the earth in natural ways and taking advantage of naturally occurring sources of energy. They live in such a way that their every interaction with the earth and with nature is balanced and equitable. They are masters of the language of energy. And in this case, and in all regards, the bioelectrical energy of both the planet and their own bodies. I know I've said this before. If we would choose to step even for just a little while, when you happen to be out on a socially distanced walk and connecting with the trees in your area and If you happen to be in a place where it's going to be 90 plus degrees, and if that works for your physical body to be outside, I would invite you to take your shoes off. I would invite you you to just sit with your feet in the grass, even just for five minutes, and just notice how much better your body feels after doing that, and how much better you the light being inside of that body feels after that. Because that's what the animals experience all the time. And I don't think they take it for granted, but I think that's just one way that we can kind of open the window just a little bit further towards a more direct connection with them and how we can live in a better and a better feeling way on the planet. At least that's how the animals see it. Thanks for listening today. I offer all new clients a free 15-minute consultation. 
Reach out if you think I can be of service via www.lizanneflynn.com. Come and find me on social media, Facebook, Twitterverse, Instagram, and LinkedIn. This has been the Animal's Eye View podcast. I'll see you next time. Thank you.